0: everyone. This is Caroline, one half of the Celtic Traders.
1: And Phil, the other half of the Celtic Traders.
0: Welcome to podcast number two. Mm. Well, what a week. There's been a lot going on, even just down to the weather. This week we lost some fences, but Phil did manage to patch them up. But the biggest event happened one evening this week, and I'll let Phil tell you about that.
1: Yes, uh, we've, we've always said that the trading life, the eBay life, the Work we do, the, it's exciting, it's interesting, it's diverse. Well, it got a little bit too exciting, a little bit too interesting, and certainly too diverse. As Caroline said, one evening this week. Actually, evening, it was about 20 past 10 in the Very night. Very late, yes. Yeah, and we were kind of settling down and with our laptops and getting on with some stuff. And there was a knock at the door. Before you could get to the door, the doorbell was ringing. And you always know at that time of night, it's not going to be good news. Uh, Two police officers stood at the door asking if they could come in, asked if this was the address they were looking for, and I confirmed it was. And then they gave me the good news that they were here with regards to an item of stolen property which had been linked to this address.
0: Yes, it was a relief that it wasn't anything personal, like members Mm. of the family taken ill.
1: I actually said that to the officer. I said, well, if that's all it is, uh, that's good news because I know I haven't done anything wrong, so we can work from there. But I was just worried it was my youngest who hasn't been well, or something had happened to one of the children, the grandchildren, or whatever. But uh, So it was simply a case of the police had our address and an issue. It's an ongoing issue because they're trying to establish the truth of it all. We can't actually speak about the item or what has gone on. But we'll bring you news on that as it goes forward. But something to watch out for when we're buying and selling. There is every probability that something's going to come your way that isn't as it should be. And on this occasion, it's looking that way. We're hoping it'll all work out, but we'll give you the full story as soon as we have the okay. I did ask the police officer if he'd like to be in a YouTube video. He did smile nicely, but I think he was being polite. But we'll see what happens in the future.
0: Oh yes, we'll give it a go. Talk to him nicely. You never know.
1: Well, that's right. Even Villania allows a few stills. Perhaps if he'll just let me pause as being carted off in handcuffs or something. That would be good, wouldn't it? Just
0: in the back of a paddy wagon.
1: Yeah, in the back of the car in handcuffs. I reckon that'd make a fantastic thumbnail for a video. Oh
0: yes, talk about clickbait. Everybody be (laughs) clicking on that. Oh look, it's the Celtic traders and arrested.
1: Yep, Phil's been busted.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that
1: should do the trick. But uh, there we go. There's excitement. You never know what's going to happen. Caroline said, I thought up until then the most exciting part of the week was going out in a gale force wind and trying to lash the fences so that they would stay standing. But uh, no, uh, we ended up with a much more interesting event.
0: We did. And after the event, it's really funny and we look back and have Mm. a laugh. But at the time, it's really scary. You don't know what's going on. All wild, crazy things flash through your mind. But now we can enjoy the situation because we know we're in the clear. So we're just sitting back and watching it all unfold, which makes the reselling life really interesting.
1: Obviously, when we say in the clear, we've done nothing illegal. We, We made the transaction in good faith. What we're yet to find out is how it's going to work out with regards to whether we lose or not because of what we've paid out. We are Those are unanswered questions, but as soon as they're answered, it'll be good to give the insight to everyone so that they can be prepared for what comes their way. At least it puts it in perspective. Caroline getting a rap on the knuckles for accidentally putting up a dodgy Radley purse now seems small fry compared to two big burly officers yes. knocking on the door at 20 past 10 that's
0: much more intimidating
1: <laughs> yeah it certainly is it certainly is well moving on let's leave the police there for the moment because i'm sure they're going to rear their head hopefully not during the podcast
0: no but they may do because they are coming back so if the door knocks then it's probably a policeman we're shopping this week sourcing it's been rather difficult we went to quite a few towns We went to Newport. Now, Newport is quite a big town down in South Wales, probably the next biggest town to Cardiff. There are 11 charity shops in Newport, and it used to be a real wonderful place for picking Mm. up stock. We used to come back with bags and bags full. But now what we find when we go into the charity shops is we aren't the only dealers anymore. You can spot the dealers a mile off. They've just got to look about them. There are a lot of men with an anorak and a backpack on. And straight away you can just see and they go over to the CDs or the DVDs or the computer games and they just rifle through them really quickly. And you think, yes, there's another dealer. there are lots of ladies looking at clothes and again, you can tell because they don't just look at their size they're looking right through the rack and they're just checking labels as we do, yeah that's right, there's nothing wrong with that but the problem is there are so many now it's much more difficult to get stock so we went to 11 shops and bought two
1: no, one thing one, that's right, only
0: one thing so that was, probably took us about an hour and a half so that was a really unproductive way of spending an hour and a half As it was, we were in Newport anyway, but we might have travelled, which is 45 minutes each way. So that would have been three hours for one item, which had a nice bit of profit, but certainly not to cover three hours of our time. The next day we were out and decided we'd have lunch in Merthyr. And while we were there, we might as well check the charity shops. We hadn't long been there. This is Merthyr Tydfil because there are a few different Merthyrs in Wales, but we call it Merthyr because it's our local Merthyr. And we thought we probably wouldn't find much. It usually takes about two or three weeks gap before you find anything useful in Merthyr. Well, we were really amazed because there are seven charity shops in Merthyr and we bought eight things. And not only did we buy eight things, but we just happened to arrive at the perfect time.
1: Mm, yeah, bang on.
0: Yes, Phil picked up something. He said, Car, come and have a look at this. Yeah. So
1: Well, in two shops that happened, wasn't it? Picked up the stuff in the one shop, the, the dolls, and then I picked up the That's games. Right, in the yes.
0: Oh you'd be very yeah. good this well, week. Well, I
1: never sure, but I just grab hold of it so notice and just hold it and look as if I know what I'm doing and say,
0: Cab, what do you think of this, dear? Yes. <laughs> and then I have to quickly run over and see what it is. So I tell you what, I think Phil may be getting sale of the week for a few times in the next I few weeks.
1: I could do, I could do, because one of those games could be as good as it gets. It
0: well, not as good as it gets. They're no. Oh, there are some ridiculously no. high price games. But yeah but
1: I'll go from 2 to $80. they i will take that as a possible sale of the week.
0: Yes but we're not going to goes. tell you what game it is just no, yet.
1: No, But that's all to come.
0: Very pleased with the things we bought. Yeah. So it's all hit and miss. Another time we can go to Merthyr and pick up absolutely nothing. Yeah. So it's like fishing. It's no good saying I'm never fishing in that river again. There are no fish. You just have to keep going back and back and you never know. One day you'll catch a lot of fish. And it's the same with charity shops. Generally, more often than not, we come back with virtually nothing or nothing. But another time we go and there are lots of things there. So still worth going and And I suppose if you go regularly every day to a town, you are going to get the chance to pick up some stock. It's just we only generally go about twice a week to charity shops in, say, two towns. So we don't source as much as most people.
1: Thing is, the other trick for us, like you were saying, it's definitely not good value for money if you don't get the hit. But we don't see it as work time specific no it's fun anyway we actually take it as our time out Mm. really our time out. that's why we'll have lunch each time we go shopping is because we say right today we're taking half a day this is our half a day out and what should we do We'll go sourcing in charity shops. I know it. I
0: was saying we really need to do something else on our days off. It's a need bit like investment holiday. We do need to get out more because we don't do anything. I yeah. think the last time we did something other than sourcing on our day off was when we went to look at the motorhomes. And some of you may have seen on the Facebook page we put a picture up of me mm. in the motorhome that was months ago and since then the only time we've taken days off has been outsourcing so we need to find another hobby seriously but on the other hand ice it skating. works
1: it works because as you say we went to Newport we went to see the youngest and got some things done so that was good it was family orientated part of a day off we dropped in and had a breakfast and that was nice but we went sourcing so when we didn't when we only found one thing and if we found nothing, at least we did something with the day i think if we went out and saw it as just work hmm. you oh, get yes. it coming home with yes. nothing absolutely but uh that's the way it works for us and uh it certainly worked out this week
0: it did yes i'm very pleased with the things we got this week so
1: oh yeah it should we're looking forward to our our whole video our should whole, be interesting our whole on saturday yeah. we thought uh, We were wondering how it was going to be going, whether it would be auction stuff or charity shop stuff, but I think the charity shops are certainly running ahead at the minute. They
0: are, unless something else turns up, then we've got some good ideas at the moment. Other
1: than a policeman.
0: Yes. Mm. <laughs> we don't
1: anymore any more of those I tell you out. what
0: if we're filming the whole live and the policeman turns up oh, yeah. we could ask him to pop down and say hello to everybody Now yes. that would be really funny
1: Yeah, give you all a warning about yes. stolen goods I tell you what we're starting to get more like Delboy and Rodney every blinking week
0: well at least they hadn't caught up with me for my opium pipe that I found I which, know. if any of you don't know I was on air uh, showing things I had in an auction box and I had something I said is this a flute or something And everybody quickly told me in the chat, no, this is an opium pipe. And I've been trying to blow the thing to get a noise out of it. So I am the owner of an opium pipe, which I can't sell. So I have no idea what I'm going to do with it.
1: Caroline did say when I went back to the office after the police had left, she said, I was thinking of popping up and asking them, how do I dispose of an opium pipe? But she thought, no, I don't want to push my (laughs) luck. They already suspect you as a blinking... Traded in stolen goods, so we don't want to push our luck.
0: And also, When we come back from the auction, it usually takes us two days to get all the auction boxes put away. If we had just come back from the auction, we would have answered the door to them and had boxes and boxes of silver plate, metal items, pictures all in our passage in front inside the door. So that would have been really difficult to explain. It
1: would would have been like Fagan's lay.
0: (laughs) I know, it would have been really embarrassing. I think they would have believed us because we would obviously have receipts, but it wouldn't have looked good at first. And
1: I've got a very honest face. Have you? I don't know. Mm.
0: We'll just have to wait
1: and see what comes up in the comments. That's my right, that. comment.
0: Do you think Phil yeah. has an innocent looking at face? At least I
1: didn't have my hat on. They'd have you thought didn't. I was Freddy Krueger. That's right. Yeah, because half the people on chat do.
0: And just to let you know, I haven't sold Phil's hat yet.
1: No. It's um,
0: not going to stay around for long, but it's still here at the moment.
1: Yeah. As
0: it, is my dog.
1: Yes, and that dog's been near at darn Out longer than my hat. And you can't wear a dog.
0: No, not really.
1: Which you would say is an advantage, because you'd rather it didn't wear the hat. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kiddo. Well, moving along a little, what have we got? Yeah, there was an issue that came up this week. It was brought up in the Facebook uh, page for the Celtic Traders. Brian from the United States commented on a situation he'd had, where someone had contacted them and was very upset and quite. Um, blunt in their message regarding the, how disgusted they were with the product they'd been sent, this game didn't work etc etc and you should be ashamed yourself sort of stuff so the member of staff uh, that Brian's place sent back a message simply saying Um, we're surprised to hear that it's not working as every game is fully tested before it leaves. But please just follow the procedures because you're entitled to a full refund. We have no issue. Just send us the game. We'll send you the money. To which they then got a reply saying, oh, it's silly me. I'm just having a bad day. I've worked it out now. And as Brian said, it could be just someone having a bad day. But with the way things are, you tend to think some people will have a go. They will try and get you on not as described. That's. It's like as if buyers who are, um, are disappointed or even open, you'll turn around and say, all of it's not working, just keep it, I'll send you the money sort of thing.
0: Not all, but there are one or two. Yeah. You just have to be aware, I think.
1: I think I think it's very rare that it happens, but when it does happen, you just have to be aware because it's just par for the course. But he had had this issue and something that happened to ourselves was we had sold a, a game. Hotwires. Yeah, a Hot Hotwires set earlier in the week. And... We got a message from the buyer and it was quite blunt again mm, I, yeah. i'll stop short of saying it was rude but it certainly wasn't polite and it said it was disgusting that we were dishonest because we'd put up a picture of a brand new one in a new box and then sent out a box that had a hole in it there were two pieces missing and a piece broken And they said, this is disgraceful, I can't give it to my child for their birthday now, and it's too late to get another present, and it's all your fault, etc., etc. So I wrote back and said, I'm terribly sorry to you, you're disappointed with your product. Uh, But I would like to just point out, however, that every single issue you've raised was in the description, and everything you've said about the box and the broken parts was also photographed. That we actually had two for sale at the time i know
0: i panicked thinking oh no i hope i haven't listed the wrong photographs with that one or something no I but we double checked but no it wasn't my
1: fault and <sighs> in all fairness hot wires is a good buy because you can usually pick them up for a couple of pound in a charity shop and they will sell for around the 30 pound mark so and higher at christmas so we we tend to do all right on them but this one we'd sold at 12.95 as parts to add. So if someone had a hot wire set and wanted to do a little bit more, they could buy this 12.95, less than half price for a second hand one, probably less than a quarter of the price of a new one. And um, But she had bought it because it was the cheapest on eBay. Obviously she'd looked at so many, I imagine, and then picked this one without realizing what she'd done. That's me being nice. Well, some people
0: don't read the description and some people hardly read the title.
1: Or look at the photos. Quite
0: often, I'll get somebody say to me, um, please, could you tell me how long this item is? And then I just check on the item. In the title, it says seven inches long. So people, ch- yeah. I think they're going so quickly today. Oh, I'll have that. And they don't bother stop and check things out.
1: It's worrying when they ask you what colour and there's 12 photographs. Yes. <laughs> you think this person really hasn't woken out. No. But we're always lovely and polite, because as I've said, the customer is not always right, but it's always right to be polite. Because ultimately, as in this case, you have to have one eye on the fact that you may need eBay to come in, and they may then, and will actually, not may, they will go through the emails and transactions that have gone on. Yes, that's right. So I was very polite, but then I kept getting a message from eBay, you need to deal with this request within these days, because otherwise it could get upscaled to a case. So eventually after having these messages for about six days, I got on live chat and got through to eBay and said, look, I'm getting these messages. I'm concerned because I have replied and waiting for a response. So they went, looked through everything I'd done and said you have offered for them to, because what I offered was you return it, I'll refund. But what I was not willing to concede was not as described and pay the return postage. And eBay in the live chat said, you've done everything correctly. You've made the offer. They have 14 days to comply with your offer. If not, then the sale goes through. And the booty with live chat, I've got a record of that. So if there's any issue in the future, but that's what I would advise anyone to do. If you're troubled over something, because it it is concerning. You don't want to hit. I don't want no strikes against me. I don't want anyone threatening our top seller rating, etc., so by doing it that way, by sending the emails, being polite, making a genuine offer for him to return the product and we'll deal with it. eBay sided with us. We've got that in right then. So whatever happens in the future, I've got that to fall back on. So just a bit of a tip there. It's happened to Brian this time. It happened to us over here. year. It does happen. When it does, stay calm and go with it.
0: and just something that... Really worried me when I first started doing eBay was when I got a problem. I think, oh no, how am I going to sort this? And I, I knew I could communicate with eBay th- via a live chat, but I really didn't want to do it. I thought, oh, what if I can't think the right thing to say? What if it goes so quickly I can't figure out what's going on? What if I don't understand the answer? So I put it off and put it off, and then one day I came to a situation where I couldn't any longer ignore the situation. I had to contact eBay. And when I did, I was amazed at just how easy it was, how painless it was. You've got plenty of time to think because usually they've got three or four other people that they're answering at the same time. At least, yeah. (laughs) So you can't wait minutes for the next answer. And they say to you, is that okay? If it isn't, you can say, no, sorry, I don't understand. And they're fine with that. And then at the end, they say, is there anything else we can help you with? And what I found is they've always treated me very, very well. They've always treated me like a respected customer and I've never felt silly. So if you're putting it off or if you're letting people get away with things because you don't like to go on to eBay and chat to an operator to get something sorted, don't panic really go for it you will wish, wish you'd done it years ago it is so easy
1: and of course ebay live chat gives you certain advantages one you've got a record of the conversation yes that you can reference good. you can go back to and say right i've got this with regard to that two regional accents it's not always easy to hold a, com- a communication where I've got quite a strong Welsh accent, so people tell me, yes. Mm, I've never noticed. I hadn't, but um, oh, people it's have said... I haven't. No, I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Mm. And when we live in the same house and you yes. don't have an accent and I do, it's, I just can't get <laughs> over it. It's, mind you, I, I have got a bit of a problem. Yes. because if I go to Scotland with my brother within two hours of getting there I've got a Scottish accent.
0: Yes uh, you do.
1: Everywhere we go I picked up a Chinese accent when we went to the wedding in China. I you know, know. Terrible, terrible for picking up accents. I, I, so I get on the phone and I'm speaking to somebody at a call centre and I come off and they got their accent. Yep. But uh, it is an issue for communicating. Mm, oh definitely. But this way you, you don't have to make notes you don't have to do nothing it's all there in front of you you can re-reference it and a little tip it's not easy to find live chat. I find that very often they'd rather you get you to phone in mm. or email or go on the community, which is generally doesn't work for me. No, they've never got the answers I want. So what I've done now is it took me about five or six minutes to find lots of different ways until it came up option live chat. I made my live chat, but I've saved that page to my favorite spot.
0: It's a good idea
1: that. Yes. Now every time I want live chat, I click on the just the icon on the favorites bar. I've got live chat straight away. Much better. I didn't know if it would work, but it's been up there now for nearly a week. And when I click on it, it gives me live chat straight away. Yes. Oh, that's really good. So I would advise that because I've gone on live chat numerous times, but every time it takes me five to ten minutes Mm -hmm. to find a way in because you've just got to tick any box. Because if you actually go through the tick boxes that what you want, it'll tell you to phone. Yes. But I don't want a phone. I want to deal with it on the computer. So there we go. Just an idea. Maybe it'll help somebody.
0: Right now, an issue we had this week with a customer. We sold somebody an item, and they'd written to us first, asking us a question. And that's right.
1: They want. They wanted to know. If we could deliver, wasn't it?
0: That's right, yes. And we didn't... It was only a few miles away, so we never got round to replying before they'd got straight back and bought the item. So we thought, right, they bought the item now, so we'll carry on. What we didn't realise was also when they bought the item, they left a message for us on the...
1: Order oh, itself wasn't it, it that's is, right yeah yes yeah
0: so we didn't see that so really it was our fault but yeah. the, the person contacted us and said they were very disappointed with the lack of communications the comms were disappointing so we thought oh dear we're in trouble and really it is our fault we're yeah. usually really on the ball with communications always back as soon as we can and we answer people as quickly as possible and we didn't and we'd failed so we decided, right, we need to put this right. Well, in so, fairness,
1: I should give you all the credit here.
0: Yes. Because oh, won't give me credit. I'll I don't mind. I'll give you
1: all the credit because <laughs> I always tell people, I said it today, always be polite, and I was polite. I always deal with the communication side of it. But when they came through saying that, and I didn't realise what the situation was, he also asked for a tracking number. And in fairness, I sent him the tracking number, but I didn't send an apology
0: Next. in mm, in the yeah. email
1: and i came upstairs i was really tired because i'd had a lot of work on and uh, i just turned around and i told you what i'd done and you said right you need to go back and get this sorted yes and i said do i really and caroline said yes you do and i said i know <laughs> i do and i'm fair as i did but all credit to you because i may have let it slip
0: oh it's easily done sometimes you're feeling tired and you think oh
1: I, Either them the
0: wait or, uh, I just... yes i I'm just not up to being overly friendly and gushing with a customer, and that's where we have to be at the end of the day. The customer may not the customer may not always be right, but they certainly do need to be respected as a customer they're giving you their money. So they do hold a certain position in your life.
1: And of course, they do have the power to give you feedback.
0: They do. And we were really worried that we'd get bad feedback too. And when you get bad feedback, negative feedback, it's with you for a year. And every time you look at your feedback, it's there glaring at you in the face, saying, There you failed. And especially if it's something that you could have put right if you tried. So we decided to contact the buyer and apologise and offer them a little bit of extra Lego, because it was Lego they bought, and we'd said we'd send them some Lego as an apology, because customer care and customer service is very important to us. So we packed up some Lego that day, posted it straight off to the buyer, and today we've just got the feedback back, which we were dreading, and it said, excellent service, excellent seller, first class, great communications, five star." So that was something that we brought back from the brink. We really thought that we were going to get some negative feedback and we pulled it all round. And all it took was a little bit of time to send a friendly email and also to send a little bit of an extra free gift. And to me, it's worth it all because I really am precious with my positive feedback.
1: And the thing was, the way I thought of it after Karen spoke to me, the Lego that we gave, we buy our Lego in job lots. Yes so we had more than made our money on the job lot so we would take in an item and we took things that would go into a a, an envelope so they would just go with first class posts but that way the gentleman would have them the very next day which would show a speed of service but also it reduced the cost on postage so it was less than a pound to actually post yes but sending that I just thought to myself if somebody said to me, if I had a negative feedback on there that was my fault I couldn't shift it and somebody said give us a couple of pound and we'll get rid of it for you would I give them a couple of pound to get rid of it I probably would oh
0: yes me too if definitely
1: it, <laughs> if it was totally legal unacceptable that you could pay penance pay yes. a fine of two, two to three pound I'd pay it to get that off there well this way is what we did yeah, is by making that investment, and also it's given us a customer now who is likely to return.
0: Well, that's right because something like Lego, they could welcome back to right. buy more. It's,
1: it's, um, and so it, it does pay, and like I say, and I wanted to to cough up to the fact that I was I I, I failed not only. It was on, a naughty boy. Well, it didn't only fail and getting the communications <laughs> right. But then, because I was so tired and just uh, worn out, I didn't pick up quick enough to send the apology on the first email. But we got there. And I wanted to say that because although I preach it, it's one thing to preach it, it's another thing to practice it. And we all have our down days. So don't beat yourself up when you have a down day. Just dig deep and win it back. And even with a bad day, getting it wrong more than once, we managed to turn it round. And that... Feedback has just come in today and it's cracking. Yes,
0: and funnily enough, that feedback means more to us than lots of other feedback because we worked hard for our other feedback, but we worked especially hard for that feedback and it feels like a success story.
1: What was about this week with regards to feedback was the lady who sent us an email. Because we'd had this issue with this... Um, Caroline was a bit nervous to open the email. I know. It? It I was, was on, tired. And I thought, "Oh, I'll on. open
0: that email tomorrow. or get Phil to open it." Yeah,
1: it was on a long message. We'd not sold, email. and we'd actually done really well on it. It was a lovely sale, and Caroline sort of sold it off. And then all of a sudden, this is two weeks after, oh, at two at least three weeks after, and they'd put we'd had a message from them. And thought it can't be good news three weeks after the event, can it? Um, I leave it for Phil to open. This is his job anyway, dealer deal with communications. That's right, you
0: are customer care. I am
1: customer care personified. Well, when I opened it up, it was absolutely mind-blowing because it said, I'm terribly sorry to have left. it so late to communicate with you, but I just wanted to say thank you for the item I bought. It's absolutely wonderful. I am so pleased. It's just I'm between two houses, moving at the moment, and life is mad, but I just wanted to say, it was fantastic, and I'll be leaving you excellent feedback." And lo and behold, she did. Yes. So there we go. That was actually somebody apologizing for not having left us mm. wonderful feedback earlier because she was so thrilled with the item. Yeah. Uh, so there it goes, you know. But as I said to somebody the other day, it's weird that you can have 200 good feedback, one bad, and it almost cancels them all yes. out. Yes, you are so bad about this. You things. do, you do. We all do, but it's put it in perspective. But do everything you can to safeguard your feedback, to, say, to safeguard your situation and your selling status mm. because they're they our they are, they, they are sort of currency on eBay. They're the thing that can separate you. If some, if two people got something similar, we've sold things at a more expensive price. There's two on there and ours have gone a couple of pounds more. And I'm convinced it's because people see top rated, they see good feedback, they see people saying it's always there on time. So that's our money in the bank really isn't it
0: yes yeah, something i always check i don't like to go beyond 9 or below 98% positive feedback because anybody can get a bad customer or two or a disgruntled customer and they're not really being honest so if you've got 98% positive then the chances are you are a good seller so i go for 98% and above but for me, that is more important than anything else is the level of the feedback. Obviously price as well, but I will look within that price range and what helps me to make my decision is what is their feedback like? So although some people say feedback isn't so important, I know for me when I'm buying, it is quite important. So I like yeah. to keep my feedback as high as possible.
1: And I think ultimately, you can't measure yourself purely by sales because that is a bit in the lap of the gods. You know, You can't measure yourself purely on the response of others when it comes to purchasing, but I think the feedback can be something that gives you confidence. If the customers you're getting are saying this was a tremendous experience, these people were really good, the delivery was fast, if people are saying those things then at least you know you're getting it right, and if you keep getting it right, the sales will come.
0: Yes, and also at the end of the day, if you're starting to get a few negative feedbacks or bad packaging or bad communications whatever that feedback is about you can then think right this is something i need to work on this is how i can improve my business and you improve that although it will take a while then for the averages to go back up if you've had a few negative feedbacks it is something you can work on it's a really productive thing to do and your business can only get better when you learn and improve yourself
1: that's right that's right it's 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 all a learning curve Yes, Life is. is a learning curve. It's a it learning is. experience. and you
0: never get to the end of it.
1: That's right, we're the university of life. We will be learning for as long as we are here.
0: That's right. I don't think there is anybody on the planet who knows everything there is to know about being an eBay reseller. We no. all learn, and we're all getting better, but there is so much. I think it would take more than a lifetime to understand it all.
1: And the thing is, because it's a shift in sands we don't know what's coming next
0: that's right just as you um, think you know it all when it comes to for instance board games the values on board games change and you're yeah. stuck again
1: well like, like we had an item last week that was on just on the sales video a couple of days ago where when you listed it the price was smack there in in amongst the 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 ones that were selling but yeah. then when you got the offer that you got and you went back and looked the offer was pretty much around the mark, even though it was half the price. The
0: prices had plummeted over a few months.
1: Yeah, just in two months, they had gone down by half price. You've got to be in the market that's there. It's no use thinking, well, it was once and it always should be because everything's moving.
0: That's right. We have to move as well.
1: Yeah. Um, Something that I noted this week that I thought I'd bring up and share was uh, I was at a charity shop and uh, I heard a conversation going on between two members of staff. They were sorting some donations that have come in and i was just amazed to you remember, staff pick up an item and it was brand new It was a brand new dress and made the comment oh it's got his tags on it but it was only 18 pound new and then they dropped it into the recycling which i thought that's mad it's absolutely mad
0: oh, yeah, yeah even if they put it at a pound i'd have bought it <laughs> yeah for
1: a pound i was with the tags quite on. shocked so you know it's, it's their policy, is the way they do, and in fairness, that particular charity shop is expensive. It is, and I think they just felt they couldn't ask enough to get what they wanted. Yeah. So I don't know, but, but still, to
0: rag it seems a yeah, bit extreme.
1: They did rather, but I was just wondering if anyone else out there has had any interesting encounters and stories. And and please don't get me wrong. Ultimately, the charity shops have their policies. The managers have their methods. Uh, I've got a family member who was a manager for a couple of years and I know they've all got different ways and means and they're there to make money for the charity at the end of the day. So it's not a criticism of people per se, it's just an amazement at the decision process that goes on sometimes.
0: It is, yes. I think I'd like to get my hands on the rag bags that they sell off for rags and just go through them once. And they give them back and give them a pound an item because I'm sure there are a lot of really good items that slip through the net
1: pound an item you're getting generous oh i am we used to love the charity shops used to chuck it all in a bin and go pound a bag oh
0: i love fill a bag yes
1: we don't see that often now no i don't think we've seen that in months
0: no i don't think the main shops that used to do that have closed i suppose that could be an indication of the (laughs) the fact it's not very good for the shops
1: well i think they were clearance shops for national charities Mm. and i suppose the clearance shops are the first to go because they 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 sell it so
0: much cheaper so every transaction is bringing them in a lot less money than somebody who sells eight ten pound dresses
1: and sometimes the fact that charity shops are closing is good news not for us but for the town Mm. because actually it's because the property values are starting to go up the companies are starting to come in and the owners are taking the properties back into into the rental market and getting them out of shops so
0: Yes, and I think that's going to happen more and more because I don't know what it's like where you live, but where we live, the houses have started selling, the prices are going up and the building programmes have all started again, whereas they'd all been cancelled, put on hold for years. So I think along with that is going to be the popularity of the towns and the shops in the towns. So I think we're going to lose a lot of our charity shops.
1: Well, a lot of the building, as you referenced then, it was mainly self-build. That was all that was going on. Yes. A few self-builders doing their own and that. But just across the way from us now, they're just developing some fields and they're talking, I think, 268 houses or something going up over yes, there. That's no,
0: just in the one area. That's just
1: in one, one area, you know, one spot, as Caroline says. And they're happening all around. So there seems to be something happening at the moment. Things seem to be moving. Things seem to be booming a little. Let's hope it lasts. And this hope that um, things come well. But it will be a bit of a downside for some of the better charity shops that we know of.
0: That's right, If If
1: they lose out. Because I think the ones that will hold their ground are the big, big...
0: The expensive ones.
1: The expensive Mm. ones that are run by sort of major charities, I think they'll tend to. And
0: sometimes you've got, in a town, you'll get two charity shops. And one will be really expensive and then they've got their cheap shop. Hmm. so i think the first to go is going to be the cheap shop because as i said first transaction they're getting a lot less than the expensive shop so i think we're going to lose our cheap charity shops
1: but it comes back to something that we're always saying and others are saying it out there is sound advice make sure you've got a diverse source of supply because as we said we had 11 charity shops in that town picked up one item went to a town with seven charity shops picked up eight. And the return on those eight is really, really good. So it's not always quantity. It's just down to randomness. But it's having that diversity. It's making sure that you're hitting the car boot sales. Making sure that you're doing something with the local auctions.
0: Well, it's the jumble sales that we... Nick and Zahir were talking about going to jumble sales. We don't get those. We don't get them. We used to get lots and lots. But no, I hardly ever see a sign for a jumble sale. And it's usually somewhere quite a way away or at a really awkward time. But I love a good jumble sale and... They just don't happen.
1: So we'll be back at the auction on the weekend. That's right. See what we get there.
0: Yes, and one day we'll have to travel out to Jumble Sale, I think, because I really miss those. You can get so much more in a Jumble Sale than you can get in a charity shop or anywhere.
1: Oh, yeah. And obviously it's a completely different thing because they want it all sold on the day. That's right. They don't want anything left.
0: No, so they're quite happy to sell off their things as cheaply and quickly as possible. And I'd be quite happy to buy them as quickly and cheaply as possible.
1: Yeah. but uh, So there, that seems to be most of what's been happening for us, I think, this week.
0: Yes. Sales, as usual, have been up and down. Yeah. But something interesting that I noticed today. I had to go online and look for a certain item of mine and I couldn't find it. So I went into my inventory and even on that page, I couldn't find my item. So, I tried three or four different ways of finding it. Eventually, I did find it. Now, I'm not saying this is a definitive answer at all, but it does make me wonder even more whether something <laughs> is going on with eBay.
1: The great conspiracy theory. It is. I have a
0: train, a Brio train that I listed, and I looked that up, and it wasn't anywhere to be found. So no.
1: and the interesting thing was, you actually put in the name of the train and it's it's not a common one and you put nearest to our location
0: yes and there
1: was a whole page of them there and yours wasn't there no and we so, know it's listed i
0: know definitely it's, is. it's
1: in our for sale yes but when we asked for the nearest location for that item it wasn't there no but, we, but th- then it was interesting then because then you looked up your La cruze and that all came up
0: oh yes that and, was all
1: there so and after that coincidence or not the moment you finish doing that well within two or three minutes ka-ching and we had a sale yes which now, is the first sale of the day which is quite funny here's
0: a really weird idea i i don't really think it's right but i'm no. wondering if i get days when i haven't got any sales i'm going to try this as a bit of an experiment if any of you go for a whole day without sales give this a try i'm going to look up a few of my items click on them and just induce my own activity onto those items and see if it does suddenly spark the sales again, because it happened today. Now, I know it could be coincidence. All conspiracy theories have that element of coincidence in it, and I think it probably is coincidence. But I am going to try that out, and I'll let you know how I get on. But it will be interesting to see if me clicking on my items actually gets some sales.
1: And I'd just like to say that, um, you know, we have a bit of fun with this. We talk about it. We discuss it. We share about it all the time, don't we? Caroline will say, you know, they've turned the valve off again. Hope it's back on. Ching, 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 ching. But um, when when all is said and done, whatever is happening, whatever you think is happening, don't ever make it an excuse or a reason for giving up. Because everybody's in the same boat. Yes. We're all playing on the same field. And ultimately, eBay is the show that's in town. And it's eBay, whatever their algorithm, whatever their program, whatever their ways. Without them, none of us would be in business. Because personally, we don't use Amazon. I know others do and do well with it. We don't. We are purely eBay resellers. That's why right, we
0: don't use Facebook Marketplace.
1: Everything we do, all of our turnover, all of our sales, it's all on eBay. So we, I can't overemphasise how glad I am that in my lifetime, the technology has advanced as far as it has, that some billionaire out there, billionaire now, who probably wasn't there and had the idea of eBay, Because I don't begrudge him a penny because he is making the opportunity for so many of us. You know, there are hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of people around the world who are actually making money out of this. That's Um, right and
0: changing our lives.
1: Absolutely. It is. It is. It is giving us that money for investment. It's changing our plans for retirement. It's altering our perspective on, on life itself from a material and practical point of view. And it really has made such a difference.
0: What I love about it is I can decide that I want the freedom of eBay. If I was working in a job, then I'd be tired of having to work when they gave me hours and not working when they didn't. I can work when I want. I can not work when I don't want. For me, this is the perfect idea. And I haven't got to pay for the shop. I haven't got to be at a shop. I haven't got to pay insurance for the shop and heating and lighting. So. For me, I know it sounds a bit like rah rah eBay, we love you, no, no. but it really has made a difference to my life. So, however I say about things like conspiracy theories and things like that, I absolutely love eBay, yeah, and I'm definitely a confirmed eBayer, and I think I always will be. Well, until I get too old to be.
1: Yeah, because what other job can you have where you get the police calling at twenty past ten in the night and frighten the living daylights out this... of you? burglar? Yep, yep. Well. That's got certain benefits, Mm. other than the fact that my age, I'm not very good at heights in the dark, so probably stick with eBay.
0: Yes. (laughs) Safer and more legal.
1: Well, have we covered everything?
0: Yes, I think that's all my list covered, so thank you ever so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed another Listen While You List podcast, and I hope you've done lots of listening, or exercise, or jogging, or whatever it is you do when you've been listening to this podcast.
1: And don't forget tonight.
0: Tonight, yes, which the date is the 20th of October, October. at 9 o'clock British Summer Time. We are having a USA versus UK resellers chat with Brian the yep. of Electric Firing Squad, so don't forget to be there. It's going to be great fun. We've got some questions <laughs> ready set up, but we'll also be looking to answer some of your questions in the live chat.
1: Yeah, And it's going to be great fun because with the technical issues we've had so far last week on the on the live show and then today on the uh, try to set up goodness oh, knows what's yes. going to happen we could end up with brian versus somebody from hong kong <laughs> oh i'm sure we'll manage
0: somehow we'll get the show on the road
1: yeah and then we're back then for the live hall saturday tomorrow night yes at nine again
0: yes and then that'll be it on live shows until next week yeah. so thank you for listening and we'll see you all soon have fun bye
1: bye